0: Time Once again, get those car care questions ready for ASC certified technician Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive on beautiful Grand Avenue in St. Paul. Good morning, Dan.
1: Good morning, Denny Long.
0: I, I won't say is it hot enough for you because it won't get that way for a few more hours. But uh, I'm sure you guys have had a, b- a busy week, to say the least, with uh, AC problems uh, at Lloyd's.
1: You know, it's... Uh, it's uh... Hot weather is just hard on cars in general. The cooling systems, all of the everything that's electrical on a car, the air conditioning system, of course. And uh, when the weather gets this hot, all of those problems seem to show up. So, and I think the true the same is true with people's homes. When the weather gets hot like this, things show mm-hmm. up. But yeah, but it's just true that that it's it's really hard on everything and. And uh, so, yes, we've been very, very busy, as as I'm sure every shop in town has been.
0: wanted to talk to you about the heat and its effect on vehicles uh, while we're waiting for calls. If you have uh, a, car, a car problem or a truck or van, whatever the case may be, and you need to bring it in for service, you want to know what the heck could be ailing, uh, call Dan or send a text. It's the same number, 651-989-9226. Keep in mind, though, do it early, not late, because Dan will take his leave here about seven forty five so a little over a half hour from now. Uh, dan will uh, hang in here until then, so call us or text us if you have any vehicle uh, issues that you uh, want to know what's going on um, again six five one nine eight nine nine two two six excuse me dan the um I want to talk about batteries because you've said it in years past that winter's tough on a battery, but summer can really be tough what why is that what what happens in hot weather with a battery
1: well so summers actually even harder on a battery i would say it uh it you know it, it just it's just a, a electrical components and heat don't go well together and uh when you get anything that's electrical hot it the the problems with it show up and what exactly it has to do with uh, why batteries happen to fail in in uh situations like this i don 't exactly know, other than uh temperature swings and things like that cause expansion and contraction and those types of things uh in everything and batteries are no different and as things have a tendency to move around in there uh it's just uh, it just it just wrecks them. And uh, an older battery that's been through a bunch of that already, uh, it just uh, causes problems.
0: Yeah. Six five, in fact, I've got to bring in one, 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 Sandy's uh, vehicle. It's original battery, which is means it's about six years old. It's probably time, right,
1: for that? Well, it's, it could be getting there. You know, I, I, she, she doesn't use it very much. No, true. A good, a good, yeah, a good thing and a bad thing. And um, so, uh, you know, we'd have to... At least uh, next time you're in for service, we certainly will and and would test any battery that's getting to be six years old because it's just good to know. And the the tests nowadays for batteries are very accurate.
0: Oh, good. That's good to know. All right. A texter just put this in a bit ago. It says uh, they have a 2010 HHR. The driver's side airbag light comes on intimately. What could cause this?
1: Well, a whole bunch of things. Of course, when you're dealing with an airbag, there's all sorts of sensors uh, that the car needs to know about for the airbag to work accurately and properly. Uh, Things like uh, a um, a sensor in the seat to know if there's actually a passenger in the car. There's a sensor in the seat belt to know if the uh, seat belt is actually buckled at the time of a collision. And there's sensors all around so if it if the uh, light is relating to the um, passenger seat something's going on with that and why it's only on intermittently I'm not sure because a lot of cars have a uh, light that will come on when if if there is not a passenger in the seat to let you know for sure that that the uh, airbag system for the passenger side is disabled. So I'd have to see the light for sure to see what it's about, if it's accurate, and only on sometimes when it should be on more often or if it's actually on for, for some sort of fault code-related problem.
0: Very good. 651 989
1: nine, If it's actually on for for some sort of fault code-related problem.
0: Very good. 651-989-9226 for your phone call or text message. Uh, Speaking of phones, Jim is calling in from Cottage Grove today. Jim, uh, you're on with Dan.
1: Hey, uh, hello. Um, I have a 2000 Chevrolet Impala, 2007, and the oil light comes on and says, stop the engine. You have low oil pressure. I checked. So I, you know, keep checking oil. I have more than enough oil in the in the car. Do you have any any idea what that might be? I, you know, I don't. Without doing a, a mechanical test, there, you did one of the mechanical tests, which is check the oil to be sure that that the oil level uh, is sufficient. The next mechanical test would be to actually remove the oil pressure sensor and see. What the oil pressure actually is at, and we put a mechanical gauge uh, into that hole and see what's going on with the oil pressure if it truly is if the oil pressure truly is low and if the car is is reading that accurately, then we need to see what's wrong in the engine that's causing the oil pressure to actually be low if it's incorrect if in other words, if the oil pressure is just fine and that light is coming on uh f- you know when it should not come on, then it's probably the sensor itself that has failed. And when we put it all back together, we'll put a new sensor in, and that'll probably take care of it for you. All
0: right. If you have any kind of a car care question before you bring yours in for service, uh, call Dan or send Dan a text. Same number, 651-989-9226. Dan will be with us Till just about 7.45 this morning. So don't wait if you have a question. We'd be glad to uh, help you out. 78 degrees already here on this early Saturday morning. We're heading for 98. Heat advisory into, in effect uh, until tomorrow night at 9 here in the Twin Cities. So be advised. Again, 78 degrees here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. We're around every Saturday in the 7 o'clock hour till 745. Dan Burns, who is an ASC certified technician at Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul, helping you out as usual, as he has done for years. Uh, Where exactly are you guys located on beautiful Grand Avenue, Dan?
1: Well, we are exactly at 982 Grand Avenue, the corner of Grand and Chatsworth, which is right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call as soon as this morning, 651-228-1316.
0: Very good. We'll get you that phone number before Dan leaves us here at uh, around 745. All right, we have callers. We have texters, Dan, so let's put you back to work. Judy, I believe, in Brooklyn Center is first up here. Thanks for waiting, Judy. What is your question for Dan?
1: I had a light come on that said "service the traction control" and then it went off again, and yet I wondered: is that a sensor, or is that actually a part that gets replaced? Well, it could be. It could be. It could be either. Most commonly, when something intermittently comes on like that, it, it's most commonly a sensor. Uh, two things: one is we would need to see what the what. Whenever that light comes on, there's a diagnostic trouble code that is stored in the computer that we can access and find out what was going on when that light uh, came on. And the fact that the light is off again right now would suggest to me that perhaps you should not worry about it until until it happens again. If it never happens again, I wouldn't worry about it. I think it was just a fluke of some sort. However, if it comes on again, like it did, then you need to you're going to need to bring it in and at least do a little bit of diagnostics to see why uh, that light came on like it did.
0: Very good, thanks, Judy. Let's see who's next. Uh, Dennis calling in for my SATI this morning. Uh, Dennis, you're on CCO with Dan Burns.
1: Yeah, Dan, um, uh, I have a 2005 Chevy Silverado 2500. Uh, I've having a problem with a, a vibration in the system in the uh suspension or whatever but it's uh been i've been told that it might be considered a problem called frame beaming and uh it's possibly i got some tires i think that uh you know fairly brand new almost on it and uh i was just wondering if you have any opinion on this frame beaming possibility. I actually, I actually don't know what that is. If the, if there's a service bulletin on uh, the frame, something you know, something that's causing symptoms like this, the uh, manufacturer puts out these service bulletins to their dealerships and to the aftermarket, so that we're familiar with it. And I've not heard of that one, and I haven't seen a service bulletin on that. However, I will tell you that uh, most most commonly when you're driving down the road and you're feeling a vibration, most commonly it's tire or wheel-related. However, there's a whole bunch of other things that can cause it too. And if it's intermittent and weird like that, uh, you'd almost need to bring it in and have you know one of the technicians take it for a ride, see what it feels like, and and give you an, an opinion an opinion from there. Um, but there's a whole bunch of things that can cause vibrations if there's something out of a line or balance in the drivetrain. Uh, if the, on on that particular vehicle, they've had a little trouble with the uh, torque converter in the transmission and it, it locks up and then it it has a chatter in it. And I've felt that a number of times, uh, in those Chevy trucks. And, um, that's, that can be a con- confusing feel also, because it feels like a whole bunch of different things, a, a misfire, a vibration or whatever. But those are the types of things that could cause it. But, uh, I'd have to do a little research on, and see what that service bulletin relating to the frame is all about. Yeah,
0: for sure. Detective work. All right, Dennis, thank you very much. We're going to have a look at that forecast coming up in a moment. I think Ray, though, is uh, waiting there in Champlin to ask you a question. Ray, thank you. What's your question?
1: I have a 2008 Buick Enclave, and this has been going on for about five years, but it's very intermittent, like once a month. I get in the car and turn the key on. Everything comes on, except when I hit the key to the starter, nothing happens. And I just turn it off, turn it back on, and then it'll start. Fine, and uh, it's got a new battery. I've gone through a couple of batteries with this problem. It only happened maybe once a month, but I just wondering if you have any ideas. what it? Is it the starter, do you think, or is it the, in the key ignition switch? There relay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I your third answer would be my first guess, and that's usually easily, easily actually a really easy check. If you look in the if you look under the hood of the vehicle, you'll find the the fuse box. And in the fuse box, it'll be identified as the starter relay. And usually that starter relay and some other relay are the same part number. So my recommendation would be just switch those two. In other words, if the fan relay and the starter relay are the same part number, just switch them and see if that solves your problem. Then at least you eliminated the relay as possible. Um, I, would, I doubt if it's the ignition switch because we don't see very much of that. And I also doubt if it's the starter, because if the starter was was uh, doing that, it would happen more frequently than that. Um, so the starter relay, or something that controls the starter relay, which is anything related to the security system, or things like that. But but those ones that only happen intermittently once a month are uh, difficult to track down. Yeah, I should
0: say. All right, thanks, Ray. Good luck with that. Uh, We're going to take a break for weather, Dan. we come back, we'll uh, pick up on some text messages we didn't get to yet. Here in our uh, show, our car show, which happens every Saturday in the 7 o'clock hour, here on News Talk 830, this is WCCO. Stay with us. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here, along with ASE Certified Technician, Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive in St. Paul. Uh, Dan, callers and texters, let's see how many folks we can help out before you take your leave in a few minutes. Here, uh, let's grab a phone call. Dell's calling in from Brooklyn Center, I think. Dell, thank you. What's your question?
1: Good morning. Uh, I have a 2015 Honda Accord, and it, it appears that the heat doesn't turn off. It's a, it's it's strange that no matter what do I adjust, and if I have it off, uh, it feels like there's heat coming through. I it's called the dealer he says you, you push the uh, vent button so it turns off the vent and it stops stops it from flowing in but that doesn't make sense to me i kind of wonder what uh, you have to say about that cuz there's there's well let like... me ask let me ask you a question is the heat selector a knob that you turn no it's, make a, it, it... it's a button and so how do you use? Oh, you push the button and it, uh, it says, several times and it turns the temperature down. It says on and off, and then you can adjust it up or down. Uh, the temperature with a button. Go, if you go down, then you can turn on the AC. Uh, it it does does all this automatically, kind of thing.
0: Uh, yeah. But,
1: okay. But, but the, well, it doesn't seem like it turns off, and I have to roll down the the. Well, anyway. Yeah the deal. The, uh, w- with an electronic uh, climate control system like you have, the uh, blend doors, the doors that control whether it's warm or cool air or where that air is blowing, they're all controlled by little electric motors. that uh, We call them servo motors. And uh, if one of those little electric motors isn't working properly, then uh, it it won't switch from hot to cold like it's supposed to. And I, and I think perhaps that's what you have going on is is that door is not moving like it's supposed to to uh, switch the temperature. Um, when When we have your car hooked up to our computer system, we can access the climate control and see what all of those doors are moving, whether the computer thinks the door is moving or not, or... Uh, if the door is not moving and the computer knows that, it'll have set a code in there uh, relating to that. So I think if you bring your car in and have a little bit of diagnostics done on it, uh, somebody will quickly be able to see what's going on and see why the why the, it's not switching to cool air like it's supposed to.
0: Very good. Uh, this text answers a 2017 Nissan Rogue Hybrid. Every time I wash the car, I get a warning for the hybrid battery system. It eventually goes off, but should I be concerned?
1: Well, I think anytime you get a warning light at all, you should be concerned. That's why they have them, and uh, I would not—I would say that's not normal. Uh, that uh, light should not be doing that. So, uh, I guess I do think that uh, you should bring it in and find out exactly what's going on with that and why it's doing that. Uh, because if the light's coming on, I would say that there's something wrong.
0: Okay. This texter says, had my heater worked on in December, uh, working great. Well, now my air conditioning doesn't work cool. Are they connected in some ways?
1: Well, they are connected in some ways. Just like on one of the previous calls, I was saying the door has to switch to make it from hot to cold. Uh, if you had the heater system worked on, m- might have something to do with it. But I think more likely what happened was the time uh, over the winter I would think that perhaps the refrigerant for your air conditioning system leaked out and it needs to at least be refilled uh, and inspected for a leak or, uh, or uh, perhaps there is a leak in the system and, and that should be repaired.
0: All right, Dan, we just about out of time here. The last uh, text, have a V8 with dual exhaust, no crossover pipe. Passenger side of tailpipe is stronger output than driver's side. Also, after first start, the passenger side is hot. Driver's side is cool. What's doing that?
1: Well, obviously a lack of hot air uh, flowing out of that one side. And I'm wondering if it's uh, an original equipment uh, system or is it an aftermarket system. If it's an aftermarket system and you know, the the two pipes are just uh, straight back, uh, then there's a problem on that one side of the engine. I think more likely, though, what's happening is uh, somewhere those pipes share something, if it's the muffler or what it is, and uh, for some reason the air chooses to go out that one side. And so um, unless it has straight pipes, I think somewhere they the pipes have something in common and uh, and and it's just happening to come out that one side. So in that case, I would say it's no big deal and uh, perhaps normal.
0: Well, we have to run, Dan, but I, this final text, uh compliment to you, it says this. As a fellow technician, just want to say I love the show, look forward to it each Saturday. So thank you for that. And uh, if folks want to get in touch with you guys at Lloyd's, what do we
1: do? Well, come on over. We are at 982. Grand Avenue, uh, right between Lexington and Victoria. You can find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-Y-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net, or give us a call at 651-228-1316. And remember, Denny, uh, Lloyd's is looking for a technician right now, so if one of those great technicians out there wants to work at a shop like this, uh, they they should call that number and come on over. You would
0: be so happy you did. Great, great, yeah. uh, great shop. All right, Dan, good deal. Let's uh, do this again next week. I hope you have a good, cool week. So thanks for everything. Thanks, Denny. Dan Burns, ASC Certified te- Technician at Lloyd's Automotive on Grand Avenue. Jack Farrell straight ahead. Then uh, Teresa Rooney, Master Gardener in the 8 o'clock hour. Here on News Talk 830 WCCO.